Welcome to the Healing Soul Podcast, Empowering Wellness in Oneness. I'm Mary Beth Rombach Nelson, a published author on Amazon Books, Reiki Master, Gifted Intuitive, and Spiritual Teacher. On today's Healing Soul Podcast, I'm going to talk about receiving messages from your intuitive heart, how your heart really guides you with knowing feelings in your heart, what is right for you in your life right now. I see in my heart brilliant white light full of heaven's love and spiritual grace ever since my near-death experience. So you may be asking yourself, how can I listen to my heart? You can sit in the quiet of meditation, feel what's in your heart. Knowing this comes through you in meditation and it can come to your heart in a feeling. And when you do this and focus on your heart, you feel without really focusing on anything in particular. You're connecting with your soul through your heart. How amazing is that? Ask yourself, who am I really? Am I walking my soul's path? And you can meditate on those questions and receive answers that will help guide you in this life. Here's a meditation I want to start out with, and it's from my book, Intuitive Heart. Feel your intuition through your heart. So I want you, if you're able, to sit in a chair and take three deep breaths and hold them at the top and really exhale. And do that two more times. When you breathe in, you're breathing in peace and tranquility. And when you exhale, stress and anxiety is leaving your body. You feel relaxed now. Envision an illuminating white light of peace entering your crown chakra. Its brilliant white light is entering the top of your head. It's clearing and opening your chakra now. Now moving to your third eye. This brilliant white light is opening your third eye completely and clearing it for you to receive clear messages and knowingness. Next, this brilliant white light is going to your throat and it's clearing your throat so that you can have clear communication to everyone that you encounter and really talk from your soul. Next, we're going to the heart. This white, brilliant light is spinning and just filling your heart with peace and love and wholeness now. Now you're going to your solar plexus, your belly. This white light is spinning and opening and clearing anything that doesn't need to be there. Next, we're going to the sacral chakra. The white light fills this area and clears it completely and opens it to receive messages and to become in alignment. Next, we go to the root chakra. The white light is spinning 
and giving you vitality for your life and aligning you up and down your spine with your soul and allowing communication of knowingness to come to you. The white light moves down your legs, your knees, your calves, your ankles, and out the bottom of your feet, grounding you to Mother Earth. You feel aligned, you feel relaxed. Now I want you to envision going back to your heart. Envision white and pink and green rays going in and out of your heart and feeling whole and feeling loved. Your energy is vibrant now. It's radiant and it's loving, knowing you are completely whole and unconditionally and completely loved right now in this very moment. Now slowly open your eyes. How do you feel? I'm sure you feel more relaxed than when we started. I want to share a poem. I get inspired when I go by the water. And I love walking on the beach and just watching the waves. And I wrote this poem at Whitefish Point in Michigan. It's near Paradise, Michigan. And Whitefish Point is a a great spot to get infused messages and to journal. And here's the poem that I wrote. Be still in your heart. Be loving in your heart. Be loyal in your heart. Be open in your heart. Be sharing, caring, and accepting in your heart. Be still, dear heart. So it's in that stillness that we get a clear mind and clear messages that come in our knowingness and in our feelings and our heart. And sometimes we're so busy with work and running, running, running with the kids and everything that we have responsibilities that need to get done, we don't take 15 or 20 minutes to meditate and take time for ourselves. And it really can change your life. It can give you guidance. It can make your life go in a different direction than you never would have thought of had you not taken the time to meditate, to align with your soul, and to receive messages in your heart and have those feelings be so overwhelming that you need to do what it's telling and guiding you. And know right now if you're going through a hard time and you have heart wounds and soul wounds, that just like a phoenix rising up out of the ashes, every day you wake up, you have an opportunity to have a spark of wisdom to change your life every single day. So Try to get through your tough time if you're going through a tough time. And before I started this, I always do a little meditation. And I really feel like this is someone listening needs to hear this, that new opportunities are there every day you wake up. And you can rise out of the situation just like a phoenix. I I really connect with the phoenix rising up out of the ashes because it's rebirth with a new spark. And I use the phoenix on the cover of my book, Intuitive Heart, and I put the phoenix with a great big heart because I feel like 
You can get through anything with unconditional love from your angels, your guides, and from God. And knowing that each day we wake up, we have a new opportunity to begin again. So every, everyone listening has heard the expression of gut feelings in your solar plexus or your belly. And also you get feelings of intuition in your heart. And research has shown that our heart has intuitive abilities that can actually tell our brain what is right for us through our feelings. They've actually done research on this. And I'll talk more about this uh, later in the show. Now I want to talk about the eight pillars of joy from the Dalai Lama. And I'm going over all eight, but four pertain to the heart. And those are the ones that I'll go a little deeper in. The first pillar is humility, humor, acceptance, forgiveness, gratitude, compassion, generosity, and joy of community. So the four pillars that connect with our heart is one, forgiveness. And forgiveness frees our heart and and lets us move on and doesn't keep us in, um, in the feeling of anger or wanting to strike back. It really frees us no matter what's happened. And the second one is gratitude. Gratitude makes your heart receive joy and feel thankful. And if you're thankful and have gratitude, it rises your vibration. And instantly you feel your vibration go higher. So slow down and Have something that you're grateful for every day that you can write down. The third one is compassion. Compassion allows you to be with someone that's in pain and feel it with them with love. And just the act of having compassion and being there for a friend can make all the difference in the world to them and to you. You've helped someone. And generosity is the fourth one dealing with the heart. Generosity is giving of yourself to help others. It's always rewarding to give rather than receive. You think when you help out at a food bank or any opportunity that you get to help, it always feels, you feel like you're on a high and it's so good to give. So generosity is the fourth one. And also from my book, there's over a hundred universal laws that are all in my book, but I'm not going to go into all of them. The show, the podcast would be too long, but I want to touch on some of them because I feel like it ties in with intuition and feelings and being guided. The law of ascension defines a high vibrational frequency, which the soul of an incarnation is resonating. When a personality loses the illusion of separation from its God self, the vibration of that person raises to the point of ascension. No longer does this mean that the incarnation personality leaves the earth plane to live a finer existence. We are meant to bring our loving energies to everyday existence, becoming an example or a role model for others to emulate. Raising your vibration and feeling others' vibrations. 
It's empowering. And you feel it when you meet people. It's like when you instantly like someone and you know you're going to be friends, you, you get that vibration off of them and you feel it. Next, we have the law of consciousness. As consciousness expands, the space for events increases and force the dimensions in which man recognizes good and evil, opportunity and possibilities, past, present, and future, enlarge to reveal the outstanding needs in this present world. So becoming aware that you are a limitless soul. The law of consciousness, you can tap into that consciousness anytime you want, and the best way I've found is meditation. Next, we have the law of continuity of consciousness. The universe is in a continuous and endless process of creation. Cosmic consciousness is a reality, and everything in creation is connected to everything else. The medium for the implicit order of this relationship is consciousness. The fusion of the individual consciousness and the universal consciousness results in the development of universal knowledge. All science, all knowledge, continuity of consciousness is achieved by us after the soul has been acknowledged, awakened, liberated, and identified with the whole, which is enlightenment. A step to achieve enlightenment is to be aware of our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. The faculty that enables us to be observant or to know. So really paying attention to your thoughts and trying, you can't be positive all the time, but trying to have a positive attitude and definitely having positive thoughts about what you want in your life will bring it about. So slow down and take some time to have self-awareness and become more spiritually connected. Take a walk in nature, say a prayer, Do a daily meditation, even if it's only 15 minutes. And then journaling what you receive, the messages, and dating them so you can look back on your journal. It really can change your life. And next we have the law of divine flow. By living in the moment, centering ourselves in love and being in service to others, as opposed to just being in service to ourselves. We live in the the law of divine flow, we stay in the moment by moment flowing with our higher self, creating our actions which reflect love and allowing. This is from the atmic to the physical, so the higher plane to the lower plane that we're walking on now. How we can say just the right things and our life can fall into place and do what's best for all And refrain from doing what someone did to you that you disliked. Rise above it. Maintain a stronger connection to our God self. The more we do this, the more we're able to do this. Deliberately letting go of what doesn't serve us and getting in the flow of allowing spiritual integrity to be within us. We all have the ability to connect to this consciousness and to grow spiritually every single day. And the most important lesson is to learn to open your heart to be allowing 
and let the intuition flow through you and in you and out of you and surrender to it. That intuition is available from the universal consciousness to you whenever you want to tap into it. Abundant wisdom is there. Realize it. Be open to it. You are worthy of it. Next, we have the law of divine love and oneness. This law concerns the ability of an entity to complete a round of reincarnation and develop such soul growth that the vibrational speed of the being qualifies him or her to merge with God. We then become a soul extension of God, and among our choices, we have the ability to live in the liquid light which flows in from God. Or we could reincarnate as an avatar in a third-dimensional existence with the purpose of aiding mankind. And it, that, that liquid light flow, it's like the golden threads that I saw in my near-death experience connecting us all together in heaven. Anytime you want, you can bathe yourself in that white light over you, through you, to vibrationally connect to your higher self. And if you're feeling down, just like that beginning meditation that we did, just envision that white light centering you and aligning you to your soul. And it always calms you down. Next, we have the law of expectation. Energy follows thought, and we move toward but not beyond what we can imagine. So that's why having positive thoughts and imagining good things for our future is so important. What we assume, expect, or believe creates our experience. By changing our expectations, we change our experience of every aspect of life. That's why affirmations are so very powerful to say about yourself and over your life and expect good things and good things will come. And I do daily affirmations on my Thank You God for Today page on Facebook. So I share affirmations most days if you want to check that out. Next, we have the Law of Faith. The law of faith is founded upon the recognition that we know more than we read. We know more than we've heard or even studied. We know more because we are all part of the all. We have a direct link with universal wisdom. We only have to look within, listen to ourselves, and discern and then trust the intuition that lives within us. We need to feel it in our heart. We develop more trust in our deepest intuition and wisdom as a final source of our decisions. So if you get that heart feeling that something's right, go for it. Or the opposite, if something seems off, don't go ahead with it. Trust your gut, trust your heart, and trust your third eye, and trust your knowingness. Because it, it wants what's right for your highest good. And we can receive infused knowledge and meditation, a knowingness that just comes to you instantly. 
And that's what they're talking about. And in knowing knowledge that you haven't read or heard or studied, it's just infused in a message that you receive in, in that knowingness through meditation or when you're in nature, it comes to. And next we have the law of forgiveness. This law works with the energy of allowingness and seeing all as love so one may dispense with the unnatural feeling of getting even. The old energy of an eye for an eye keeps the vibrations of a person very low. To forgive, to release old anger, allows the law of grace to intercede and dispense with amounts of karma and the individual has stored in his or her akasha. We talked about the akasha last time in the Akashic Records. Every action is recorded in the Book of Life or the Akashic Records. So forgiveness is important. All good comes from forgiveness. It is a truth that the continuation of human species is due to man's being forgiveness. Forgiveness is holiness. By forgiving, the universe is held together. And when you forgive, you're not weak. Forgiveness is might of the mighty. Forgiveness is quiet of mind. You have peace. Forgiveness and gentleness are the qualities of self-possessed and represent eternal virtue. It's all good to, to forgive. So I wanted to share the Hawaiian ancient prayer. And forgive me for the pronunciation. It's ho o po no po no. And it really does make you feel better when you say this. And I'm going to say it three times because three is always spiritual. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Second time, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Now the third time, say it with me with feeling and passion. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. It's very powerful. You can feel it in your heart and you feel lighter after you say it. And I feel my vibration rise. And when someone cuts you off in traffic, instead of swearing or flipping them off, you can calm yourself down and say this ancient prayer and it will make your day better. And it's always relaxes me, even when I get irritated uh, with maybe my husband, I'll say this to myself in my head. You don't have to say it out loud, but it, it always helps raise your vibration. Next, we have the law of free will or the law of choice. We have the right to expand ourselves and to bring our creative experience and energy to this world. And we can choose to be positive or we can choose to be negative. It's really up to us. We have free will to do whatever we want every single day. And we can have soul growth, or we could create evil or negativity. 
No matter what circumstances you find yourself in today, if you've had a bad day and bad things have happened, you can always rise above it. Thoughts are things, and the mind is the builder. The free will we use to create mixes with our ability to love. And the path reflects the duration that we've spent to merge with the great soul of all creation. So being positive and having our soul evolve. So always try to be positive. And of course, we're going to have those bad days. And when you have the bad days, just observe them and know that tomorrow will be a better day. So a goal of our higher selves is to voluntarily and willingly surrender our ego and to be perfected by spirit. So hanging up our soul overcoat or our body and use your free will for soul growth and make good choices as as much as you possibly can. Next, we have the law of grace. This can waive the law of karma. This law allows a person to receive more than they deserve or more than they worked for. It's the highest good for all. So if you're doing something, a project that's going to help many people, you can even erase karma. When called upon, this law allows the person to send another a healing or stand up and do a soul talk or use the divine through you. And no karma or interference with the receiver's soul that you're helping. So every soul has to work out their own karma and go through their own tragedies. And when you enable them to lean on you too much, you're stopping their soul growth. And they might even have to come back again. So allowing people to go through their own tragedies and just being there for them, but not enabling them. There's a big difference. So under the law of grace, another aspect of this law is of a higher vibration to live in grace, to be a loving person who works diligently, sending world healing to Mother Earth. And Mother Earth needs it right now in all on her body, us living on planet Earth. So do what is for your highest good and the highest good for everyone. It's good karma that will come back to you. In the law of healing, this law concerns the ability of one to channel energy, prana, chi, or the Holy Spirit, which radiates from the source we call God. The purpose of this channeled energy to either improve yourself, you can give healing to yourself, or another by removing blockages or instilling sacred energy, which pulsates through you from the source. This is Reiki, you're pulling the energy and healing the individual and feeling what I always uh, am an empath and I feel what the person needs when I'm doing a Reiki energy and I'm sending this energy to heal and unblock them and their chakras. Hands-on healers who are effective healers have brain waves at 7.8 hertz or sometimes even higher. 
the same as Earth's pulse beat. When I read that, I thought, that's amazing. Their brain waves are in sync with the Earth at the time the healing is being performed. Another aspect of this law is the ability to heal yourself and knowing and having faith that you're capable of healing yourself, your body, mind, and soul. Believe you can heal yourself because you really can. And finally, we have the law of intuition. We've talked about intuition all day today. We can only get in touch with our own source of intuition and wisdom when we no longer depend on others, others' opinions, or for our self of identity or our worth. Our worth is not what someone else thinks of you. You're whole and worthy just as you are unto yourself. And value our intuition that comes to us. And don't ever give your personal power away to another. Keep your personal power. Know you are whole. Know you are an empowered soul. And our intuition becomes more profound when we claim our own sacred identity and own our personal power. It's just so important to know that you are capable and you can do anything. I love the Dalai Lama, and he's such a wonderful spiritual teacher. And here's a quote that I love. A revolution is called for, but not a political or economic or even a technical revolution. We've had enough experience of these during the past century to know what a purely external approach will not suffice. What I propose is a spiritual revolution, Dalai Lama. And we're starting to see that. People need hope for their life again. They need to connect with other people and like-minded people. So we're, we're hearing of different get-togethers and spiritual events that are spreading like wildfire, and we all need that hope. And we all need that connection with each other and with spirituality. And have you ever had a time when you listened to your feelings over your logic and made a decision based solely just on the feelings? And I know some of you are thinking that would be crazy. You use your brain, your logic, but your feelings are always right. It's that intuitive heart, that third eye knowingness, and those gut feelings. And this is following your intuitive heart. Like your third eye, messages emanate through your feelings in your heart. Feelings in your heart and soul are talking to you daily if you take the time to listen. So you need to be still. Be present in the now moment. Stop, feel, and live fully starting right now. Especially in these times that we're living in, we realize how precious life is. And we need to enjoy and connect with others and embrace our life's path. Every person listening can think of a time they knew something without knowing how they knew it. 
and it just comes to you. That's the knowingness of intuition. And your third eye can be completely open and you receive more and more knowing messages. And here's an affirmation from my Facebook page. Knowing I, all seeing, all being, all loving, connecting us all in spiritual sight and knowingness. So declaring it for yourself, feeling it in your heart, and knowing that something is right or isn't right for you, always, always, always listen to that feeling. It's your soul guiding you for your highest good. We also have spirit guides. Ask your spirit guides to help you every day. Ask your angels to help you in everything you do. You need to ask for them to be around you and to help you. And meditation, it really clears your mind. And things can fall into perfect order, nudging you toward making the right decisions. Mental clarity helps you plainly pick up on what your heart is trying to tell you when you're still. Those feelings will really come through and guide you. Your intuitive heart guides you and your logical brain in what to do and how to do it. And Greg Braden talks about this, and I I didn't know who he was. uh, I'll share a little story at the end. Uh, Greg Braden is an amazing author, and he has videos on YouTube. And he knows so much about spirituality and is very knowledgeable about heart math. And here is a quote from heartmath.org. However, it is not as commonly known that the heart actually sends more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. Moreover, these heart signals have a significant effect on brain function, influencing emotional processing, as well as higher cognitive faculties such as attention, perception, memory, and problem solving. In other words, not only does the heart respond to the brain, but the brain continuously responds to the heart. When I read that, I I think it's amazing. So you really need to be aware of your feelings. And I had discovered uh, Greg Braden after I wrote and published my book. And I intuitively knew as a psychic that our heart was intuitive. And I've experienced these guided feelings with clarity and knowingness so many times in my life. And that's why I wrote my book, Intuitive Heart. And an ironic thing happened to me. I had just published my book on how your heart is intuitive and how it can guide you in your life just like your third eye and give you knowingness. So can your heart give intuitive knowingness about your life through your feelings. And I was talking to an older friend. I was excited because I had just published my book. And we were talking on the phone. And after I explained the concept, she didn't get my concept for the book. She said I was on the wrong track about this topic. And I was really hurt and I was crushed. And I started to doubt myself with the negative words that I had taken in from her. And she was an old friend. And when I hung up, I was feeling down. And then I went to cook dinner. 
And when I cook dinner, I always watch a YouTube video while I'm cooking. So I put my phone up and went on YouTube. And spontaneously, Greg Braden starts playing on his YouTube. And he's talking about heart math, which I had never heard of before, and how our heart sends our brain's messages to guide us. And I instantly knew I was on the right track, and my mood lifted. And I knew better than to listen to someone else when I felt so passionately about writing this book, Intuitive Heart. And here on YouTube video, it was confirming what I was intuitively felt in my heart. What it was was amazing synchronicity. Just when I needed a boost of reassurance, the universe supplied it for me. So check out heartmath.org and Greg Braden on YouTube. He's really amazing and knowledgeable on so many topics. And in the video I watched, Greg Braden was talking about heart-brain coherence, a heart connected to consciousness. HeartMath Institute has done a lot of research, and they've studied the relationship that our heart and our brain has to affecting our life. And they talk a lot about coherence. Coherence is a harmonious state where our hearts and bodies are united in cooperation and flow. And this can really affect us. It can neutralize our stress. It can help us discern and make better choices. And the heart-brain balance encompasses our heart, our mind, and our emotions. So having more clarity and being able to tap into that universal knowingness that I've been talking about. So now I'm going to put it all together. And this again is from my book, Intuitive Heart. Keys to transforming your life. Listen to your soul. Be still. See through your spiritual eyes. Feel your intuition in your heart. Love yourself first and then others. Share your talents. And manifest and in tune to one universal source, which is you. And if you enjoyed this podcast today, my book, Intuitive Heart, is available on Amazon Books. And I picked today's oracle card. And of course, for today, I picked Intuitive Heart. Open your heart and envision a white light filling your heart with so much love that light is shooting out of your body from your heart. Feel your intuition guiding you from your feelings in your intuitive heart. Divine knowingness. Love, intuition, and guidance over your life to nudge you in the right direction. Inklings can be felt in your heart now. And final thoughts. I know you can attune and align to universal consciousness. And there's many ways to do this. Uh, As you travel down your own spiritual journey toward your inner self, Becoming self-aware of yourself. Awakened and self-actualized. Liberated and finally enlightened. It's a path that we're all on. The Oversoul is a divine spirit that permeates the universe and all souls. So seek knowledge, 
Seek wisdom and seek understanding because it really is all there for you. And I hope from today's podcast that you start to focus on your feelings in your heart and in your gut and in your intuitive knowingness and really take it to heart and let it help guide your life. From my intuitive heart to yours, I want to thank you for listening today. And in my next podcast, I'll talk about finding your soul's path. So ask yourself, am I walking my soul's path? And if you have any questions, uh, you can always email me or if you want information about a reading at mbnelson09 at gmail.com with any questions. And if you do have a question, let me know if I can share it on the podcast. All content in this podcast may not be reproduced and is under copyright. I want to thank you again for listening today, and I'll talk with you real soon. God loves you, and so do I. The Healing Soul Podcast, empowering wellness and oneness.